Cuphead and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. It's Saturday. I got a weekend free of grandkids, which is interesting because Gage plays in the Monday game, and I don't know if he's going to make it. Hope you're all doing well. Mulling things over on my Astonishing Swordsman campaign. This may sound old hat to you, or it may I may have talked about this before, but I'm figuring you guys are getting tired of me talking about how I'm an actor, too. Well, community act, community theater actor, anyway. And the reason I was thinking about it is because I have an audition today for a stage, a local stage show here. Somebody asked me to audition, and it's probably going to mess up my campaign for a little bit, at least till the end of the year, which means they're going to have to get some fill-ins due to me rehearsing. And I was reflecting again on what I do as a game master. Here's the thing. When I started, I may have mentioned this before, but when I started playing D&D, when I started role-playing, it was only supposed to be something for me to do when I wasn't doing a show because I was doing a show shows a lot back then. And I just, it was kind of like Sherlock Holmes and the cocaine needle, something to relieve the ennui and boredom. So I start, I, I was doing shows and I guess <laughs> I'm not doing as many shows as I am. I got older and the situation sort of reversed. Shows are what I do in between campaigns. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but the acting and role-playing have a lot in common, in case you hadn't figured it. Not just for the obvious stuff, like everybody playing a part and everything like that, but it's also contingent upon preparation, some preparation anyway. If you do not do a lot of preparation, you go in winging it, which some people can do. That's analogous to like an improv group. And... But if you're like me, and I, I know I am, I like to plan things out somewhat, but leave room for ad-libbing because you never know what the characters are going to do, or the players are going to do, I should say. And so it's like rehearsal. It's like prep is the director rehearsing the cast, and then afterwards conferring with people like the set designer and the person who runs the sound and things like that to get things, everything right. That's your prep right there. And now in a game, there is no rehearsal. So everything is opening night and closing night. And that's okay. So if you have to improvise, you can improvise. And I know as being an actor for the all the low these many years, I may have not have been a professional actor, but I did learn a thing or two that... Being able to ad-lib is not only preferred and good when you're acting, but it's almost vital sometimes. Because acting is an exercise in trust, if you get right down to it. You're trusting your other actors and the support team, like you know, people who move the sets and the sound and the lighting and all that stuff, to work together. And once in a while, that falls apart. Not in a big way, but you know, long enough so... You know, you have to you have to ad lib your way out of it. If I'm on stage and somebody goes up, which means they forget their lines, I gotta ad lib out of it, or somebody does. And it's equivalent to the game master saying you guys zig and they zag, 
they basically do something you didn't expect. You're ad-libbing. There you go. And it's an interesting dichotomy because, as they say, as the Bard says, all the world's a stage and we're all players. Well, this is literally that. Sometimes I think that people don't like role-playing games. I'm talking about the general populace now, not us gamers and such. And some people are intrigued by it, but some people don't like it because you're playing a part. You are reenacting. Some people think role-playing is something that psychiatrists do or psychologists. Like, oh, that's, we're going to role-play here. This your problem. Maybe we can work, it, work through it. Or maybe a whole encounter group does it. I don't know. But this is my thoughts on it. People think of it as a, like a medical thing. And why would you want to do this on a regular basis? Well, why would you want to play poker every week on a regular basis if you had a bunch of friends? Why would you want to watch football on the weekends? Have parties? Why would you collect coins or stamps? Why would you play with model trains or RC cars or planes, miniature planes? Why would you do that? Does that seem pointless? Not to you. If you're doing it, it's not pointless. See, that's the thing. People think things are pointless. As far as I'm concerned, if you enjoy doing it, you're getting something out of it. It is not pointless. And the only person who can determine that is you. So, I that's how why I'm analogous it's analogous to a stage show or a movie or a TV show mostly a stage show or even radio because when you're on stage it's not like okay take two we'll try that again you blew the line you can't do that on stage you're there you're in front of people you just you work through it and DMs and GMs they work through it even the characters work through it if some player doesn't get along with the group or goes contrary, their characters go contrary to the group and stuff like that, and you actually have to take them aside and talk to them about it or even, heaven forbid, kick them out. That's happened on stage. The director pulls them aside, says, hey, look, are you going to do this part or not? Are you going to get, you know, and it, it has got to the point where I've seen, I've seen people get kicked out of shows. It's not fun, and it's not, it's not pretty. I did a production of Guys and Dolls a few years ago, and the guy playing Benny got replaced on the last weekend because they were having problems with him. I won't say what they were, but it was serious enough for the director said, okay, you're out, let's get somebody in here real quick. And then the person who knew Benny had to, he pretty much had to, to pick it up fast we had special rehearsals that during that week before we opened that weekend to get him up to speed. So stage shows, it's, it is kind of like stage shows. I mean, it is obvious. I'm, I'm not telling you something you don't already know. It's just, it just struck me. I didn't, I thought, okay, you know, I always thought that, okay, role-playing is acting and I can act and all I have to do is prepare for a game or something, or when I show up, make a character and just play the character or play the game or run the game or whatever. But I didn't, re- until I just sat down and thought about it, I didn't realize how close they were. Because I don't care if people say, oh, I role play, but I really can't act. Guess what? You're acting. When you're playing a character in a role playing game, you are acting. Whether you're acting as yourself or self-conscious or what, even if you get into a combat, 
You're acting. You're not actually sitting up there wailing on an ogre. You're acting. It's good for you. I think so. Even if you can't act, just go through it. You're getting something. I mean, you're, you're sitting there. You're getting something out of it. You're getting something deep inside that satisfies you. So give it your best shot. If you, can, if you don't think you can act, or you maybe can't act, I don't know. If you can't do it, you can do something. You can do something in the group. And even if you don't think you're acting very well, who cares? It's like the people who get up at karaoke. They just sing. They're having fun singing. You're, you're being seen like, who, what, uh, three to six people in a home or someplace like that? And even if you're doing role-playing out in public, who cares what other people think? You just play the character to the best of your ability. That's all, we ask. That's all people ask. We're not asking you to role-play every encounter with everybody if you're not fighting. Or if you don't want to, you can just sit back. And But you, you've got to, you know, you're engaged. Okay, let me put it that way. You're engaged in the game. And it's the same thing. Once you commit to a show, as an actor, to me, once you commit to a show, you're in it. And unless... There's something catastrophic emergency that you can't do. You have to drop out. I, you do the show. That's that's the thing. You do the show. I did a Mice and Men, and before the last weekend, I had a couch fall on my leg. And I was walking around with a cane. We didn't open till This happened on a Sunday after the matinee. I was moving a couch, and it, the, the next performance was that Thursday. I I went to the doctor. They looked at it. And they said, here's some pain medication. I took it home. I got myself a cane. I rested as much as I could, but I also worked it. So when I did that last weekend, I didn't have the cane. I didn't have the cane with me. I mean, it was what it was. It was backstage. And the minute I got off stage, I would lean on the cane. But I finished the show. So I lost my point here somewhere. <laughs> But that's why it's analogous to a game. I'm not saying you'd have to be as committed to a game than than, than as a show, but it's you are kind of committed. It's just that role playing games have to have to allow for real life stuff to happen. I mean, real life stuff happens in the state, you know, with the stage too. I mean, there's things where people, like I said, people get replaced and so like. But it's more of a it's more of a I've committed to do this. And if you drop out too many times, or you don't commit to self too many times after you're cast, you ain't going to get cast in the future. So that's that. But the role-playing does have a certain, it has a certain commitment to it. It just, any good role-playing group can work around those things. If somebody has to work late or somebody has to go to the emergency room or somebody has to has a dinner date with his wife and two other people and that was planned a long time ago or a show or whatever, we as role players work around that. In acting, we work around it if we absolutely have to. Role playing, it's easier because we're not, we're, it's, nobody's come to see us. We're doing this for our own benefit, for other people's benefit, camaraderie, spending time with people, things like that. Anyway, I've talked enough about this. I just went way overboard on this. Well, if you liked it or you didn't like it or tell me I'm full of it, 
why don't you drop me a voicemail on Anchor, or you can send me an email at oldmangrognard at gmail.com. And don't forget, we are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, a buck a month, you can help out this show. And I would appreciate it. So I hope you all have a great day. Until we talk next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.